Let me accomplish, please be seated. Let me simply accomplish two quick tasks for this reflection. And the first one is simply because that's kind of a ending sentence that can be kind of a stumper. Um, after all that Jesus has said about, you know, the, carrying the message back to John the Baptist and who he is. And he finishes this with uh, saying, you know, John came as an ascetic and he was uh, vilified. And the, the Messiah comes and he joins with tax collectors and sinners and has fun with them. And he's just a glutton and a drunkard. And so he, he, Jesus concludes these comments by saying, yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. That's not loud enough? Louder? I'll try. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. That's louder, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so the, 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 the punchline of that verse, yet wisdom is justified by her deeds, saying, yet God's wisdom will be made right, will be evident by the deeds of John the Baptist, who was the proclaimer of one to come, and by the Messiah himself, by their deeds. God's wisdom will be justified. Why, one was this way and one was that way, and you rejected both of them. Some did. And so it's simply a, a, a declaration that God's going to get this all worked out. So that's just one slice, if you will, of thought uh, from this gospel. And the other slice I'd like to offer is can we look again at Psalm 146, and instead of, instead of in your prayer book, if you will look at it in your Bible, the, the black book in the pew, and let's find Psalm 146, page 525. Are there, are there Bibles in each? I hope there's some in each pew box. So keep in mind, uh, the, these final five psalms of the Psalter, 150 psalms, so we're in the last of the, of the 150 psalms, this is 146, and they are all celebratory and praising the living God. And so this one begins in the same way. Praise the Lord. And of course we know now, uh, we see that the Lord is all caps, and so that's not praise the Lord like simply meaning Lord, it is a, uh, it's translating the Hebrew word praise Yahweh. That is the name of God that was given to Moses at the burning bush. When people tell me, ask me who I am, tell them I am sent you, um, Yahweh um, sent you. And so that is a personal name that we have been given of the Almighty God. The Jews, if I understand correctly, consider it so holy, it's considered unpronounceable. Uh, it's not meant to be pronounced because it's God's word. And to, to know the name of the Lord is to exercise some degree of control over that person with that name. If I say, Cheryl, come here, by knowing your name, I have a little bit of control over you. And so the Jews say uh, that word is not ever to be said. And that has been carried over into the Christian tradition of Bible, uh, Bible translations. So what we do is put all caps when the word is Yahweh. So just to keep in mind in this setting of praise, praise Yahweh. So the, uh, the actual Hebrew is something, it's the one Hebrew word we all know, right? Hallelujah. Uh, Hala is praise and Yah is 
that, uh, that word Yahweh. And uh, so this begins with a hallelujah, 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 praise the Lord. Notice how this ends. What is the very last verse in this, um, in this reading? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Tenth verse, the last three words, praise the Lord. It is a great spiritual discipline to begin and end all our prayers in praise. I've offered that thought before. If you think about the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. When Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he provided an outline for prayer, which uh, included confession and petition and uh, asking for provision, daily bread. But he begins and ends in praise. I simply submit to you that that is a wonderful spiritual exercise for your own life, is when you say your prayers, begin with praise and end with praise. And whatever you want to put in between those two things is meet and right, but a great way to begin. What's the benefit of that? Well, uh, another psalm says, the Lord is enthroned on the praises of his people. So there is something about when we exalt the, name, the Lord's name, when we honor the Lord's name, um, uh, when he's lifted up on our praises, he is exalted. But our hearts are lifted also. I sometimes start my morning well, I guess I'm still waking up. A little bit, maybe, possibly grumpy. Maybe. Got to take the dog for a walk. It's wet outside. Or it's, I always walk Amos every morning, seven days a week. That's my, uh, that's my morning duty, one of my morning chores. And uh, I have learned, it, um, I can pull myself out of that little bit of dreariness if I have some of that. And just walking down the street and saying, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And even in the offering of the words, my own spirit is literally lifted up some. And I sort of break out in a smile and walking past the balloon's house. And you may see me with my hands up in the air sometimes. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, This is the day the Lord has made. It's glorious. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So this is a a curative for the the drearies, for the depressed, for the, uh, the somber, for the serious-minded person, which I have been accused of being. And I simply want to offer that out of the Psalm 146 context. Here's a psalm that is full of praise, but it also is full of praise bracketed by praise. It begins, praise Yahweh. It ends, praise Yahweh. Just very quickly, we're going to just work our way through it again. Look at this fella, this psalmist. I will praise Yahweh as long as I live, verse 2. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. And then just a reminder, don't put your trust in others, in lesser lords, princes. Don't put your trust in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. Uh, There are people we might put our trust in, but they won't live. They won't be here forever, and then they're gone. Um, But then he goes on in verse 5. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob. To get your help from the God of Jacob is to know the God of Jacob and to know him uh, as father and to know his son as your best friend. So then, down to verse 8. What does this Yahweh do for his people? 
Yahweh sets the prisoners free. Yahweh opens the eyes of the blind. Yahweh lifts up those who are bowed down. That's that feeling of weighty depression. The Lord, Yahweh, loves the righteous, the ones who are trying to be on the right path, and it may be costly to be that way. The Lord loves those individuals. The Lord watches over the sojourner. The Lord upholds the widow, that person living in some degree of isolation. Uh, The Lord upholds the orphan, the fatherless. And then verse 10, he does and he always will. The Lord will reign forever. Yahweh will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, people of the Jewish faith, O Zion, now we are part of that, we're the, the wild branch grafted in, O Zion, to all generations. Praise Yahweh. So it, it really is meant to be a huge bit, it's a pep talk, it's an encouragement. And when we're in those places, and if we can be less literal, which is, is it's, it's all meant to be literal as well, well, but also if we can be spiritual about this, sometimes we are in some sort of bondage. Uh, it may be the bondage of unforgiveness that we cannot let it go towards someone else. It may be um, the bondage of a horrible job. It could be the bondage of living with a horrible addict. I mean, there are all kinds of ways that we, and, and so here it is. The Lord sets the prisoners free. He, he's going to come to our aid. And um, there are times in our lives when we don't see clearly what we need to see for the benefit of our own lives. And here the Lord opens the eyes. We have eyes sometimes and do not see. He said, he will open your eyes. So all this is an encouragement. All these little promises. He lifts up those who are bowed down, weighted down by the world. So all this is an image of uh, attaching yourself to the living Lord, believing in the living Lord, knowing the living Lord, cultivating your relationship with the living Lord, and all these benefits will accrue to you. And where does it begin? It begins with praise for who he is and what he has done. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh, O my soul. I will praise Yahweh as long as I live. Amen.